We believe technology is at its very best when it's invisible. We use their technology to strengthen our planet. Sacrifice. We found the technology to build a stronger and safer Earth. Because our survival is only possible when we stand together. A lot of these technologies consume a fair amount of power. One of the biggest breakthroughs is its next generation wireless technology. It's a technology used by high-end DSLRs. It's the best way to do fast autofocus. And they can focus almost twice as fast as the previous generation. Unbelievable technologies. Geek Alert. In case you're new around here, Talk Tech focuses on STEM, science, tech, engineering, and mathematics. We're looking at ways to arm humanity for the next uh, generation of evolution. Is it going to be man over machines or machines over man? And the first segment is usually the uh, tech news um, from around the world around Nigeria and around Africa. Then followed by the conversation segment. And I have a guest today. And also to inform you, uh, the link for the Linux operating system community for Accra is open. Uh, you log on to www.talktech.ng forward slash Linux. And for WordPress, WordPress is coming very soon. You can register for Linux and WordPress www.talktech.ng forward slash Linux www.talktech.ng forward slash WordPress. Last week I talked about... Uh, the role of internet data in technological advancement using Nigeria as a case study. And if you missed that episode, you can go online and listen again. For today, I'll be talking about uh, the technology in business. And this is going to be the first edition because we are still going to have part two of the tech in business it's going to come up next week or in two weeks' time. And over to my topic of discussion for today, joining me in the conversation is uh, somebody that, uh, when you mention his name, is well-known in Accra. Uh, when it comes to the tech space, you mention his name and something pops up in the Google of your mind because he's no other person than Keaton David. Keaton David is a B-Tech uh, computer science graduate from FUTA, non-profit leadership and management uh, at the Lagos Business School. He hails from Ocean State, Nigeria. Ocean State, I think there's just one Ocean State in the world and it's located in Nigeria. 
And now Keaton, David runs Global Talent lead at 115 Garage. And he's a convener of uh, the work for SMEs that's coming up very, very soon. He's still going to talk about that. Keaton leads a team of talented uh, software engineers, training them and getting them to work remotely and on-site with global teams and corporations. He has a knack for advising and connecting young business founders to opportunities. His vision, and I quote, I believe in Africans and the wealth eating in us all. I believe that Africa will be a major player in global trends and technology in the next years to come. Uh, meet my guest is somebody that is handsome, small. <laughs> yeah, he's handsome, small. He's cute. Yeah, he has beard gang. See, if you're a techie and you don't have beards, you're on your own. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, Keaton, welcome to the show. Good evening. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, now, Keaton is shy, but codes okay. seem and the skip like rams <laughs> <laughs> so Kito, is there something i missed in your profile there's something i didn't mention in your profile oh i mean you've mentioned everything <laughs> okay so i'm global talent lead for 115 garage and then uh okay the not-for-profit side cdev we reach out to kids in rural areas and we've been able to do close to eight thousand kids across africa teaching okay. them technology and um, exposing them to different career opportunities oh that's nice when you do things for kids and you have clocked over seven thousand that is almost perfection now the topic for today is um the technology in business because we know there's the business in technology <laughs> <laughs> for those that run startup and they don't they just know the code side but they don't know the business side yeah. but there's also the technology in business so what do we mean by tech in business so i in simple terms i used to say technology is just the application of science and then science is everything you know so um the fact that you are running a business there's some knowledge gap around every businessman at the time there are things they don't know and that is what they seek to know like if you know how many people are positioned to buy your products in a particular community it will inform you better to do your adverts and to even situate your head office or your showroom or your outlet and that is where technology and business come in because technology helps you get all those facts technology has tools and applications that could help you position your business to achieve what you want to achieve for your, from your business okay now for the record because of the work for smes will be centralizing this conversation using nigeria as a case study and being that you are a part of the accurate tech community we'll be looking at uh, technology in business as it applies to people having business or running startups smes ms msmes in Accra. so when we look at uh, small to medium enterprise uh business owners as well as uh the micro to the small scale to the medium startups most of the time we get this notion that tech only comes in if you are running a big business or you are running something that has to do with you have to be a gig you have to be running php you have to be doing something of that nature deep learning machine learning and all of that where exactly does tech in business start from 
So I I would like to break it down to as simple as bookkeeping. Bookkeeping. So, yes. So no, it, as simple as selling tomato. Okay. <laughs> so All right. Let's let's, let's pick a case study around selling tomatoes. Okay. So I assume that the person selling tomatoes want to make a lot of money, yes. and then every day he or she goes out to say, "I'm going to sell so 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 amount of tomatoes," and um, that's that's what fuels where he's standing in the market. That's what fuels the way he aggressively approaches anybody that looks to him like this person is going to buy tomato there is a the, when you go to the market there is a way you walk and tomato sellers don't call you like, oh, this one <laughs> this one give to buy conflicts <laughs> yeah. but when you are already carrying a buckle bag for example they can see palm oil in the buckle bag they will be asking you share ratani and all that <laughs> so like so if i'm going to advise such person on technology first there, there's something in business called footfall. Okay. You are in the market. You you should know what part of the market has their footfall. A lot of them cluster around the same places. And then the footfall in the market might not be... The place with the highest footfall in the market might not be... But wait, what do you mean by footfall? Okay, so I understand <laughs> what you mean by footfall, but I know a lot of people might not understand the what term footfall. footfall. So footfall is the number of people that walk into a place per time. Okay. So the, um, in this part of the world, markets are open and they have different entrances, different bus stops. Looking at Ojaba, for example, you could drop on Orchard side on, or on Arakale side. Now, okay, <laughs> a, a lot of entry points. A lot, a lot of entry points. Now, there, there should um, be st- like some form of survey to say more people enter from Arakale. I'm not saying this as a fact. I'm just using it as okay. an example. More people enter into the market from Arakale than from post office. And then um, more tomato potential buyers come in from towards Alagbaka side. Yes, coming from um, uh, Olukayode. Olukayode, yes. <laughs> yes. And then that will position you as a tomato seller to say, this is where I want to situate my store. This is where I want to situate my stand. Now, all these, as small as it is, and then as much as it doesn't need coding, is data science. Okay. Because you're already processing data. You're analyzing. You might need your boy to go out and count. Per minute, how many women drop from taxi and that's straight in the order? How many come on bike? And that could even position you to have um, customer retention. So in business, they say customer acquisition is key, but customer retention is the main thing, especially in a case like tomatoes. Like, so a lot of people don't have their tomato seller. They just go to market to buy tomatoes from the best seller. Now that person wants to have the best customer retention. So all these little things is data science now i was talking about bookkeeping bookkeeping could tell you that you are spending a lot of fuel while you don't know because while you are buying fuel you're just buying probably a thousand era fuel every three days every time fuel finishes you go to buy a thousand era fuel and if you're actually keeping your records if you are writing it and analyzing it it tells you you are spending a lot of fuel why not go for solar there are so many solar options you can't be doing advice for them on radio <laughs> okay <laughs> there are so many solar options and then all you needed to do is just light up your your shop. You're selling tomatoes. You're not powering anything. You just need light bulb. So if you see that in a year you've spent on fuel, what is times two what you would have spent on solar, then you will go for solar. But if you don't have that record, if you don't analyze your books, you're not going to, you're not going to ever do that. Okay. Uh, now from a statistics, I was reading an article last year and uh, they quoted a number that 90% of startups, either SMEs or MSMEs, uh, 90% of startups in their uh, 12 months 
90 percent die off into let's not yeah. use the word die off they die slowly <laughs> shut down <laughs> yeah they die slowly in uh within 12 months of starting and yeah. 45 percent end up not solving a market problem. problem yeah so with that kind of large amount of numbers 90 percent cannot even survive the nigerian terrain because i'm using exactly. nigerian terrain 90 <laughs> percent of startups that just ginger they do everything they do everything 90 percent of those numbers do not survive even after collecting loans so yeah. what is responsible C- could it be basically just technology no or it's application it, it's it's not I, I feel the major problem in africa and then around the world too globally is that we depend a lot on passion you ask an average founder why are you doing this this is passionate, yeah, passionate about, it. about it and then that's because he he has listened to bill gates and steve jobs and everybody else that were passionate about it now a uh, passion alone doesn't solve the problem in the age that we are in mm-hmm. it's simple i tell people make what people want if you are passionate about selling hot water in a hot weather, nobody's going to buy it. Even if you have two billion reasons why hot water is the best for the body, nobody's going to buy it. People buy based on perception. People don't buy what is good. People buy what they feel is good. So if, we, I mean, people say things like, there are some products. For example, they say smokers are liable to die young. It's on every <laughs> stick. But some people still yes. tend to die young. Every day, 12 billion sticks of cigarettes are smoked. <laughs> so it's their choice. It's their choice. <laughs> so you need to understand that customers have wants. Now, a lot of people also go ahead to solve problems that don't have customers. Like you are trying to do something around. So, for example, you are trying to do something around some deep, high-level artificial intelligence. And then they ask you, where's your market? And you say Nigeria. An average Nigerian doesn't even know what AI means. He has just been hearing it on radio that AI is taking over the world. Okay. But when you start stressing, there is a level a community rises to before you introduce some high-level technology. Then you can't skip the process. So um, passion, I would say, and then not doing enough market analysis. If you want to go into business, don't do what people don't want. Just do what people want. And get your money. Okay, uh, you guys should mark some of the quotes. I, I don't know if you want to <laughs> go into business, don't do what people don't want. Do what actually they want because if you need to survive, you need you need continuity in business. Sure, you need continuity in business. My guest is Keton David, and um, we are talking about the technology in business. And the program is still Talk Tech with Femi Grilla Heights. I'll be right back shortly. Okay, uh, Keaton, I know you've been in Accra for a while mm-hmm. and you have uh, seen uh, the, the topography in terms of the high and the lows when it comes to businesses in Accra, how they thrive, how they survive, how they operate. And I remember we had a conversation at uh, Premier Hub once yeah. and you said a lot of times people run away from Accra. Sure. Not because there is no market in Accra, because they believe that their market is somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah. So looking at your analysis, looking at how business thrive, there is no major, major industries right here compared to Lagos, compared to other uh, communities in other parts of the states that are doing well in terms of tech. 
But looking at Akure, what would your analysis be about business and tech and how they unite in Akure? So Akure as a community is, um, I believe Akure is a strong community. People say Akure is very small. And I'm like, well, the last census says there are 600,000 people in Akure. And trust me, that's not small. If 600,000 people <laughs> decide to come out to the road right now, we'll know how many people live in Akure. So, but as large as Akure is, it's probably small compared to Lagos. Lagos has 23 million countable people. And, um, but Akure is very strong. Like, you could practically walk into Akure saying, you need this. By the time you talk to five people, somebody will know somebody that knows somebody that knows the person you're looking for. Now, but that's just socially. For business, my view, I've been in Akure for nine years, and then my view is there are a lot of clique in business. There are these guys that do this. There are these guys that do this. And it's... And everybody has yeah, association. It's so overwhelming. Ugu, Ugu sellers have association. <laughs> and then... I, I was so shocked when Iru sellers have association. Come there, there on! Are different, there are different kinds of associations. <laughs> and then there are cliques of friends that this is what they are into. And I tell people, if I'm a comedian and you are a comedian, we can be friends, but we should not be business friends because a comedian is not going to give a comedian a job. Exactly. A banker is going to give a comedian a job. Invite the comedian to say we are doing annual general camp in our bank. Come and make us laugh. So everybody is supposed to be connected. And if you look at communities all over the world, business cities, not just even in Nigeria or Africa, all over the world, they thrive because there is a strong community. There is in, in New York, for example, there is a relationship between music and tech. I mean, Dr. Dre will tell you about startup founders. Um, Farrah Williams is a staff in a tech startup because everybody needs everybody. It's the same money that I'm spending. Like, I'm into tech, I make my money from tech, but then I go to the market and buy Ugu and pay the Ugu seller. Once she receives it, it becomes Ugu money. By the time she gets home, she buys food into her gen, it becomes petrol station money. <laughs> the petrol station <laughs> goes to pay it to the bank. Bank takes it into CBN, it goes abroad, it comes back to me as tech money. So if I understand my association in a business ecosystem with a woman that sews clothes outside, with my friend that is not doing tech, or that is probably not coding, is a graphic designer, with another neighbor that is into music, and for somebody that is even into non-profit, probably pastors and people that do NGOs, who understand that everybody needs everybody to grow. Now, NGOs, for example, are not into are not building websites. So an NGO is going to call me to build a website for them. Now, this same NGO will reach out to schools and talk to my own kids that are in that school <laughs> okay. about whatever it is they do. So everybody is connected. That's what I feel Akure has failed to understand. And um, we have a lot of young people here that are very, very talented. Everybody doing things. Everybody trying. You see top-notch talents in this part. And then the connective factor i'm like do you do you know this person do you know you need to meet this person i, I hear about him but it's not in my field it doesn't <laughs> need to be in your field for example again a fashion designer a fashion designer is friends to like 40 other fashion designers and they are not just friends they are friends that do everything together and i'm like hey how do you guys get jobs have you talked to the civil servants do you go to um associations or clubs or support groups with all these other people and like no we are just fashion designers we have to be talking to ourselves to be to be on top of trends yes i understand but that connecting is real it happens everywhere if you walk into lagos today two-faced cdbr can take you to a top bank manager whiskey can take you to tony olumero <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like that's like the way that, it is that's the interconnection and interconnectivity of people 
there is something that bugs me each time we we bring forth the topic tech there is a group of people that already feels that they are left out <laughs> there's a an age range of people some civil servants that believe their time is over this belongs to my children when you, when you bring opportunities of tech to accrue some parents will practically send their kids there for an event that they're supposed to, to be there <laughs> They say, my time is gone. Yeah. I, this thing is too hard for my brain. And some people run businesses as well. Yeah. Now, how can the... You can see, when I started, I said tomato seller. Yes. How can the least person... No, I'm not going to use the word list. <laughs> looking at the food chain, looking at the food chain in terms of tech consumption, mm -hmm. how can the least person on this group utilize tech in their business? Okay. Um, putting the putting the emphasis that this is more like Akura is called a civil servant society. Uh, a society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think the more civil Akura is, the more scared we should be, because in the technology trends globally, we are in the age of automation. Every government, every business, every large corporations want to automate everything possible, and the reason is simple: machines do their work very fast. Machines don't complain. Machines don't go on public holidays. They don't have mood swings. They don't have <laughs> Easter break. <laughs> they don't have Easter break. They don't break down. Now, I if you look at government, they are, the way we, we pay our taxes now was different from the way our parents paid their tax when they were doing business at our age. Because a lot of things are automated. You pay into the bank, there's a tax identification number, there's this. Now, some people are losing their jobs. And these people are not the young people, if you ask me. They are these people that you are saying should be in all these trainings. Because an average young person like me, uh, our population is not that much in civil service. So if these people are losing their job, who are they employing? They are employing the young people. Now, it's not like they want to employ the young people. They just want to employ people that have these skills. So when people talk about tech, AI, automation, how it's going to change the world, they talk about the fear of unemployment. And I, I always say there is no unemployment anywhere. There is re-employment. There's, there's a change in everything, there's a change in face, and then that means people need to be re-employed. But then, when people need to be re-employed, we'll re-employ people that already have the skills. So if there is a disruption in government and government decides to go e-services on some things, and um, they want to do a re-employment for people that work in the tech arm, or the application of technology arm of the government. Anybody that was in the civil service space before will be more positioned than somebody like me that is just coming in because they understand the processes. And glad enough, I know some agencies in our career, government agencies, are beginning to do tech trainings for their staff. They are beginning to, I've had about a couple of one or two that are doing tech training for their staff. Everybody needs to get techie. It doesn't mean you need to write codes like we're saying <laughs> data science, data analysis, SPSS, um, basic use of Excel. I mean, these are just basic tools that, or even the exposure, just the exposure of the technical jargon that when you are talking to that young developer in your office, you could. I have friends now that work in the Ministry of Finance, and their biggest problem, not in understanding I mean federal, their biggest problem they say is when they tell their tech skills or what they want to do on the project to these people they don't understand and it gives them headache so imagine mm. you are hiring me and you don't understand what i'm saying so even if it's just an exposure to this technical jargon it's going to go a long way because either we like it or not it's a trend and it's, it's going to happen there's going to be automation of so many things and a lot of people 
will lose their job because they cannot be reemployed. But if they are positioned to be reemployed, then they won't lose the job. Okay, uh, now we are still talking about uh, business, the technology in business. And um, my guest is uh, Keaton David. My name is East Still Femi Greater Heights. Uh, Billy Jean from Mikey Jackson. I have a question for you uh, that's coming from WhatsApp. It's Talkway from Shagari. Please, sir. Or is it true Nigeria is not ripe for AI? I, however, find it interesting. Is it advisable that I go into it fully now, considering the fact that there is no ready major markets for it in the country yet? Just yet. To me, that's not true. So, Africa, Nigeria is fully ripe for AI. Everywhere in the world is ripe for AI. And then the earlier, the better. So, if you are thinking that you should go fully into AI, you should have done that yesterday. You should be into AI, like fully into AI since last week. And then, if you are in Akure, there are amazing places you could go to get skilled in AI. Um, technology orbs around here and then even individuals. They have AI engineers that work for foreign companies here in Nigeria and they get paid hands only. So if you are thinking Nigeria is not ripe for AI, you are probably listening to the wrong thing or moving with the wrong circle. Nigeria is f- your WhatsApp, your Facebook, your Instagram, everything is artificial intelligence. And then you are using it right here in Nigeria. And there are a whole lot of problems. It's still green. The land is still very, very green. And there's enough space for anybody that is deciding to go into artificial intelligence today. Okay, we get this question each time. And the question right now is, there is somebody listening to the show that is passionate about starting up a business because the main topic right now is the technology in business we've seen that uh, there are so many approaches in the past five years those approaches cannot be used in this present time because a lot a, a lot of factors is in play right now in terms of data how do we manage data how do we analyze data how do we use data for predictive analysis or for current use now, in your opinion, what are the things a startup should consider when going into this saturated and unsaturated market, depending on where you find yourself? Because it's similar to the question this guy yeah, is asking yes, about, yes. oh, I'm scared. I think there is no market for this. Or somebody wants to start a business cafe or business center. Yeah. Or somebody wants to start a photocopier uh, center or something like that. What should they consider? when starting business so um i for me i tell business founders every time the best time in business is when you have not started when you're just about to start okay <laughs> that's actually the best time in business because once you started you started except you just want to quit and then um you should understand that as much as business is solving a problem trying to get paid for solving that problem it's also largely based on relationships so there are some doors that you need to always get opened and then you need to make relationships while you're in business before you end a business now um depending on the kind of person you are and the kind of person you are most times determines what you want to do 
because we function well when we do that thing when we put the business side to that thing we can do best but just before that you need to analyze your business you need to step out of your own idea which is like the most difficult part of ideation for people when you have an idea in your head you need to step out like okay Kitno has an idea in his head now let me assume Femi is the one that has this idea does it really make sense <laughs> okay <laughs> because if it's my own idea i would definitely be biased towards it but if i see it as femi's idea does it really make sense you could put it up online you could tell your friends like oh guys i had if, if they know it's your idea they won't be biased i had this idea from a friend in the bus today he said he wants to do this this and this do you think it really has customers listen to what people will say so um in business is called the experiment board you go to your potential customers and say this is what i'm trying to do are you going to do it this way this is what i want to change you need to ask these questions because a lot of things will catch you by surprise and then in business we invest a lot of resources into a particular process into a particular way and find out that people don't need it now you could be motivated you could be motivated by data you be motivated by facts and by passion but when you get into the marketplace when it comes to spending people spend on priority needs people spend on what they perceive it's priority needs so you need to do one you need to Analyze your own idea like it's not yours, like it's somebody else's idea, so you can fully criticize this. Then you need to break down your customer segments. Who and who are my customers? How much are they willing to pay? How much do I have to invest? Do I have enough social capital, network? Do I have people that will open these doors for me? And then if you are opportune enough to go and work in a kind of business that looks like where you want to start, I totally advise to do it. Six months internship. If I want to start a technology business in Akure, I'll work with all the tech companies in Akure or one or two of them for six months to a year. There is no late time to start. By the time you start, you have everything right and then you go eat the market. Hello? Yeah, your name? Okay, my name is Love. Okay, Love. <laughs> okay, Love. Love, love. What's your question for Kito? Alright, so I am into 3D virtual fashion. Alright, so it's not something that is common in Nigeria. And I started when I, I started like about two years ago. Okay. And I, I haven't actually um, gotten a customer base. Why? Because I don't think it's a business that tries in somewhere like Nigeria. I haven't seen people that... Um, I wouldn't patronize because I don't sew. So you'd rather open a catalog and take a design and give it to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know what, what, what I can do. What do you think I can do? What, what advice do you have for me? So, Kiton, you got the first call? Yes, I did. Hello. Hello. Yes, good afternoon. Yeah, my name is Tony from Africa. Okay, Tony, what is your question? Yes, I want to go into a business, a particular business. Okay. But there are, two, there are other products of the same kind of business. Mm, okay. But, but the one I want to go into is the popular one, the common one. Okay. But my location, the place I want to look at. Okay. Hello. Hello. Yeah. The place I want to look at is they are used to another product of the same business. Hmm, okay. I'm kind of, what am I going to do now? Now, this is the popular one, this is the popular one product, but in this particular place, there used to be the other one. I don't know if I see who on with this other one, it's still going to, you know, it's still going to stop. Okay, okay, we'll get your question. Thank you so much for 
Colin. Okay, okay, so you're, you're going to run through them very fast. Alright, so I'll start with Love's question. She um, is into 3D fashion and then our customers are now in Nigeria. What should she do? Um, the, the world is a global village. I run a tech company here in Akure that 90% of my clients are in the US, in Europe, in Canada. And then, um, so I, she, could, she could learn from our business model, which is very simple. The same American you are going to pay five thousand US dollars for doing the same thing. There's an Nigerian that is going to collect three thousand US dollars for doing that same thing, and okay. that is it. So who says you can't do your three D fashion for clients abroad? Now, if you do your three D um, fashion for clients abroad, make sure you have enough social presence. Make sure everybody around you that is not your customer now knows that that is exactly what you do. Because very soon, this thing is not in Nigeria. This thing is not in Nigeria. It's going to eat Nigeria. And when it eats Nigeria, you're going to be that name that is going to be on everybody's lips. That oh, love has been doing this. She has been doing this. She has been doing that. But don't let your location limit you. Reach out to clients online. They actually want to deal with Africans. Everything now is Africanism. If you see Beyonce's new Homecoming, yeah, um, yeah. Some somebody said this. Um, said this in terms of a joke, but it's not a joke. When other countries, uh, citizens lose their job due to automation. Where are they coming to? Africa. <laughs> okay. Africa and China. <laughs> okay, please continue. <laughs> All right. Um, for Tony, Tony says there are products of which one of them is popular, and then there are other. There is, is situating his business in a place where they are using the not popular one, and he wants to go into the popular one. So it's it, it's quite dicey. You need to understand. It's part of data analysis. You need to go to that committee and understand. Do you guys know this one is popular? So why are you using this? And if you find that they have a strong sense towards um, the one they are using, it's just better to deal in what they are using. And it is easier. His problem is not a big problem, trust me, because he's reselling. So it's, it's about market share. What market share does the product that you want to push now, what market share do they have? And the one that these other people are loving, what market share do they have? What's advert strength? If I'm reselling Femi's product, Femi needs to give me an advert strength, such that when I go out and say, buy Femi's product, they will know that we are heading. Yes. So if the company you want to deal with now has so much advert strength, yes, you could take up the challenge and face, and face the giant of your customer base. But if not, it's just better to be dealing in what they already buy okay there's a good news more calls are still going to come in uh, but um keton is running uh a work for smes yeah. that's for those of you that are having this similar challenge keton what is work for sme all about so um myself and a couple of other friends thought how can we foster a strong business community in Accra? we are doing that already around tech but like I said, every money is needed in the economy for everybody to survive. So how can we foster a strong business community in this part of the world? And then we felt there are a lot of things SMEs here need to learn. But first, we all need to know ourselves. We all need to connect. We all need to have fun. So we started with this work. And this work is to bind everybody together. Um, yes, it's an initiative I started. But trust me, as of now, 85% of everybody coming, I don't know them. So I'm going to meet a lot of people. A lot of people are going to meet a lot of people. And then after the walk, the walk is just a short walk, 7.30 a.m. this Saturday. We are starting at Sesi Mega Plaza, and then we are taking a very short walk. But when we get to our destination, there are a lot of team bonding events um, and activities that is going to make you get to know everybody else. And um, 
after the event would be channeling through my network and then my team's network will be channeling a lot of opportunities down here somebody wants to do a training on branding i'm like i have 520 makeup artists that are not branded they don't they don't even have enough followership on instagram they don't know enough brides to do makeup they can't get featured on bella niger and all other makeup blogs and then we'll be able to pull these resources together and train them why because if we train all the makeup artists in Akure, by the time they blow like they say on the street when they eventually blow these guys will create an app and then they will call the techies <laughs> and then the techies will get married and also agbada from the fashion designer and all of that and the money is going around yes the money is going around Akure is is positioned to be a thriving city for business and you know how many universities around here futa akumba and the couple of private universities that are around and that shows young energy the median age for nigeria is 17 years anyway but there's a lot of young energy and that's what happened in silicon valley there was stanford in silicon valley there are a lot of energy and then these people are nested they built a strong community so work for smes is bringing all sme founders if you run a business in Akure on saturday you should be there to meet with other people and, and um i i believe there's someone that's been confirmed to come for the event yes <laughs> so a couple of people confirmed um Arabian Betty Anya is confirmed for this event. She's al- she also runs a small business <laughs> among other things. Now, she does. F- for you guys to know, <laughs> work for SMEs is free. Yes, it we, is. We are not. We are not. They are not charging you for working. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Kito totally is not going to charge you for working. <laughs> it's totally so it's, free. it's totally free for you guys. Like uh, one of my major promises on this show is that I'm going to open as much opportunities to you guys. There are going to be some that you guys will pay for, and yeah. there are going to be some that is going to be totally free. So the work for SMEs is starting 7 a.m. 7:30 a.m. 7:30 a.m. <laughs> no Nigeria time, please. Yes. Or you start working from the back. <laughs> <laughs> so 7:30 a.m. Uh, on Saturday yeah. from Sesi uh, Mega Plaza. Yes. Then work for how long this is very short work we don't want to tell people destination <laughs> so that they won't carry bike and wait for us okay we are not telling you the destination <laughs> yeah. so you're going to work and aside working for smes and bonding it's still going to be like exercise for those yes. of you that want to lose belly fat fitness saturday <laughs> so and you're still going to meet with uh the wife of the governor of the state so she is one person i respect so much i i think there's the first time i'll say this on air i respect her so much because she came on board and she embraced the tech community in her career yes. she she has you can count a lot of things that you can point yeah. fingers and say this is the wife of the state government trying to sponsor some of those things trying to give encouragement i remember have been at DJ Venom when he yes. was trying to break Drake the world record, record and yeah. I was moved. <laughs> so if she's listening, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so Kito, at the end of the work for SMEs, you've enumerated some aspects and the benefits. Yeah. But after that day, what would there be? Would there be series of yes bonding afterwards is there going to be more like a community to trap those people and to bring the entire fire because right there a makeup artist will be meeting with a photographer yes. a photographer will be meeting with a designer exactly. designer will be meeting with a web mm-hmm. developer exactly. and all of a sudden a makeup artist will say I need a business card. It, the designer, designer is there. <laughs> then, oh, I need a website. The web developer yeah. is there. Yeah. You see. So, 
So um, on that day, we are taking everybody's details. And then after the day, we are publishing like a yellow pages of everybody that came, their business and what they do. Such that tomorrow when I need a skill that I actually don't always need every time. So the skills I need every time, I, try, I probably have my guy. But there is some skills that I don't need all the time and I need immediately. I could look through that directory. It's going to be made publicly available. And I'll contact okay. anybody. Yeah. Then w- when it means publicly available, that means even you can yes, access use it. that uh, data, data for your own business exactly, as well. Exactly. Exactly. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, sir. Okay. Yeah, my name is Samuel. Okay, Samuel. Hi. I just found the radio not quite long, but I was able to get some information that has been passed up concerning this SME. Okay. But I was able to get the day. It's coming up. It's coming up. I only had 7.30. Okay, it's coming up this Saturday. This Saturday. My God. Yes, at uh, Sessi Mega Plaza. The work starts from Sessi Mega Plaza from 7.30 a.m. Okay, okay. So it's just a day program. No, we have explained the benefits and every other thing. But um, the the, the summary of everything is that you get to bond with people that need your services and you get to meet with people you also need their services as well. So the money ends up going around. Oh, I I really understand. The reason I'm asking the question is that there's uh, there's something I'm occupied with for this Saturday. So I was like, maybe it's something that we continue, maybe some other weekend like that. um, Uh, You you can actually try. You can come and from there you can go to where you need to be. Just make sure you register. Make sure you register on the yellow pages. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, Okay, thank you very much for calling. Alright, thank you so much, yeah, I want to know if I have a website for whatever I do. How do I make it uh, go viral online? Okay, how do you make your website go viral online? It is not related, but Keton is going to strike uh, the nail on the head right now. So, Keton. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, and, uh, secondly, what's AI? All right, so for the first question, search engine optimization, you need to read about SEOs, search engine optimizations, and then you need to know about digital marketing or you just hire a digital marketer to save yourself the stress. AI is artificial intelligence. That is the full meaning of AI. How do I break it down in simple terms? Is that thing that connects everything and generates the best results. But um, it's something you need to probably read about artificial intelligence. Okay, so uh, when we say AI, AI is coming to take over your job, in a way, don't be too scared because uh, when there is a simple rule in business, when you don't innovate, you are disrupted by the person that innovates. So (laughs) if you are not, it's not necessarily you just sit down and start knowing all the codes, but know that these things exist. Know the technicalities behind it. Know how to manage the team. Join the train. Yeah, join the train. (laughs) Make sure... when they mention ML, which is machine learning, then they mention DL, which is deep learning, they mention AI, which is artificial intelligence, you are not like, sorry, AI, like, is it Adobe Illustrator? Okay, this is going to be the last call for today. Hello? Okay, I run your posting farm. Those people you vote, Okay. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So C- CBN says, I need to clear this. CBN says that SME is anybody that has less than 100 employees and has less than 500. CBN standard and SME is anybody that has less than 100 employees 
and has less than 500 million in assets and a oh, lot of okay. these big people okay. that even think they are big are actually smes and you're going to be meeting oh. a lot of them i eat chicken okay. and i'm sure a lot of people that are coming that day yes I, I, and i love eggs <laughs> and, and <laughs> eggs so yes please be there okay. Uh, now, that's all I can take on the show today. I am so happy Kiton was able to make it to the studio today. Thank you. So his name is Kiton David. He's uh, the convener for Work for SMEs. And he also uh, pilots uh, the 115 Garage. Yeah. And he's into a lot of tech stuff and trying to raise youth and uh uh, business, business owners, owners, young business owners that are trying to come up. So my name is Femi Greatheight. I'm the tech resource person for Talk Tech. My guest anchor for today has been Kiton David. Kiton, your final words. Thank you very much, Femi. Your final words on the show. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> All right. So um, like we said, everybody needs to join the tech train. There is going to be unemployment for a lot of people, but for you, make sure it's just a re-employment. Mm-hmm. So the key word is re-employment. Make sure machines do not actually come and replace you because it is happening silently, exactly. silently, silently. It is <laughs> coming, and one day, one day is going to be the most intelligent people. It's more like an evolution is coming. You get whereby those that are not cannot <laughs> outsmart the machines yes. will be. Or Extinct. Part of creating yeah. that machine. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> something like that. Something like that. So talk tech comes your way every uh Thursday. Remember, we are starting a community very soon for you to learn about Linux operating system. Some people are used to uh Windows, some people are used to to I uh, to Mac. But if you know you'll be running Metasploitable, you'll be running Kali, you'll be running a lot of um uh, penetration penetration testing you need to start getting used to linux i use the word penetration testing and not hacking for a purpose <laughs> so we are raising linux users not for you to hack but for you to penetrate in terms of testing a company can have you hired to yeah. test their security if it is up to date or to find backdoors so to join is it is this www.talktech dot ng for slash linux www.talktech.ng for slash linux and the same thing for wordpress uh, talktech.ng for slash wordpress make sure you register there's going to be a meetup date for those of you that are absolute beginners to uh, linux from ground zero to ground ten and for those of you that are absolute beginners uh, from wordpress zero to a uh, beginner to intermediate to professional we are trying to unite everybody you get to learn and you get to build websites very very fast we know not everybody would sit down and have the time to hardcore hard coding a <laughs> website or hard code a website so till i come away next week my name still remains femi greater heights if you're not talking technology you are not talking at all use your devices do not allow your devices use you. And remember, the future is now. The future used to be 50 years time, but the future came too early. Make sure you are not left behind. This is Femi Greater Heights. Like Lumi will say, I'm out like scouts.